Let Kids Play podcast, where I'm Nayetta, your host, a mom, educator, and your only activity guy for your little ones. And you don't have to turn on your camera or anything. You can just listen or you can join us in the chat. Nayetta, the host of Let Kids Play Podcast, and I'm also the owner of the Activity Playhouse, your child's activity play guide. So the purpose of this this Zoom was to have a mom chat to where we could talk about how to create a mom moment at home, especially um, if you're a stay-at-home mom. You know, you have a little help, like your spouse is there to help. Um, they're working, um, so you're mostly at home with your little ones. So it gets tough for you to either have a moment to yourself or for you to be able to send that email if you run a side business or run your errands or, you know, not necessarily run your errands, make calls um, if you need to do anything with bills, do your budget. Just We do so much, it's hard for us to balance different responsibilities. So there are three, three things that we'll... Um, discuss tonight the science behind play and we'll br briefly talk about that because i don't want to um bore you with the history of it because a lot of people feel play has it's a trend or a new thing when it's been around for centuries um the ideas for creativity and problem solving i'll actually actually leave you with a freebie tonight um and i'll show you we'll walk through the activities on how easy it is to create activities at home and also the supply list and how simple it is for you to grab things to uh for your little ones to use okay uh let me hit record really quick because i forgot to hit record i'm new to this so <laughs> I usually don't like being on camera or anything like that. Okay. Um, I don't see it. Okay, we won't worry about it. Um, and then the last thing is the play strategies. Um, so, and if you have any questions, I know you're not on camera or audio. Um, and for anyone that's coming into the room, just drop it in the chat and then we'll be good to go. Um, so, again, the purpose of this is to introduce and guide you through purposeful play independent play and mom moments so like i said a mom moment is for you to just get an opportunity to breathe like we love our kids um but motherhood can be overwhelming sometimes with us juggling the many hats that we wear because you're the teacher you're the nurse <laughs> you're the friend the best friend sometimes if um your child's the only sibling your wife your daughter sister just so many things and trust me i understand i have three kids i'm a wife i take care of my dad i help take care of my mom um if anyone in my family needs anything i'm the first person that call so it's it's in a homeschool and run the activity playhouse so i get how overwhelming it can be and I'm here to guide you through what we need to do. So I'm going to share my screen so that we can just dive straight into um, the activity that um, I have for you that you will be able to print out. But while I pull that up, I'll also talk briefly about the science of play. And then we'll get into the activity ideas and how I can walk you through it. All right. So let me screen share. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And then also, let me know how old I believe your little one is. Well, he just turned two. That's right. So, 
um, this is perfect. Most of these activities, and that was a cute Play-Doh thing, by the way. That's that's right in line with us. Alright, so let me share my screen here. Alright, um, here we go. So let me know in the chat if you can see my screen. I no longer have access to Zoom to see if we can see it. So let's see. Oh, it went back. Okay, here we go. So this is our weekly activity planner. Um, and I'll briefly, you can look at that while I briefly talk about the science of play. So play is not necessarily just like a um, curriculum or theme or something. Like I said, it's been around for a while. We just haven't been privy to the information. And it's starting to circle back around because... Um, Scientists and researchers have figured out that kids are lacking in development because um, this whole thing started with the no left behind, the core curriculum. Like there's like 46 states that use this, the core curriculum to try to get the kids um, on the same level and to try to get them to push them academically. Um, but what that did was um, create a... Uh, um, a deficiency in certain developmental skills that our early educate our early childhood children needed. So the push was for you know kindergarten K through twelve to have this core uh, curriculum, core knowledge, um, learning at a certain level. Everybody on the same level. When we all know kids are different, kids learn differently. They're developmentally different. They grow differently. Um, so play was just pushed to the side and like whatever kids don't learn to play but they actually do so the three things that i love to point out when i'm talking to anyone about play is the vocabulary the exploration and the intellectual growth so the vocabulary just from playing so imagine um if your little one has like a kitchen set at home imagine them playing with that kitchen set so from a worksheet they won't learn about like a cash register or um the order into uh, the process and the order of which to make like a certain dish or the plates or um, the washing of the hands, wash fake washing the dishes, making different things with play. They're not learning that from a worksheet and they're definitely not learning that from a workbook for a two or three year old because again, the, the core knowledge and things that are out there believe that the kids under five can't learn these things when they can. You just got to do it in a playful way. And exploration is the next thing. You have to let these kids explore. There's so much learning in the world around us. They can truly learn from walking outside their door. They can learn from in their house and pushing the core knowledge and the academic side of things. Um, kind of miss the point of developing a whole child because it's more than just the reading and the math because that stuff will come it's more of the social emotional skills it's more the creativity innovative and problem solving helping kids like think outside the box is what i like to say um and then so the last one was the intellectual growth which leads to like the creativity and problem solving like kids aren't um they aren't allowed to be creative. Like a lot of people frown on process art. Process art is where kids are allowed to figure it out on their own. Um, the crafts are cute. The teacher-led crafts are cute. But what if the child-led, what, what do you think you'll see? You'll be able to see them be creative. You'll 
see them be able to explore. You'll see them build their vocabulary because they're going to explain what they built from their mind. Um, so in my past, um, with art, doing art classes with little ones, uh, parents are just shocked at what their kids create because we do process art and we only use primary colors because primary colors is the easiest way to teach your kids to mix colors, um, which is them exploring as well. So, um, instead of doing like a craft to where, okay, we're all going to do this rainbow. We're going to do this color clouds and things like that. I like the, and we're going to do it in this, um, U shape or whatever. I, I gave the kids the colors and let them figure it out. Most of the time, especially the two to three olds, they made rainbows in their own little way. Sometimes it's a zigzag, curve, straight lines, whatever they wanted, but they also mixed the colors in the process versus me giving them all the colors in the rainbow and saying paint within this line. They were able to explore and figure out which colors made which wet so like for my son for example his favorite color is um green so he figured out how to mix green from always like you know they just explore and it looks like a mess but again it's learning through play and exploring so he figured out how to mix green and i just built on that because blue and yellow you know makes green and he will tell you that he can tell you what makes purple um and then that's another thing of them exploring and being creative you only gave me three colors what am I supposed to do with this? Figure it out. Put it on the paper. See what happens. So that's the beauty in letting them explore. All right. So that was my little spiel. Let me know again if you have any questions. I know you can't get on um, audio video. So you can leave it in the chat or you can send me a message. So this is a quick and easy weekly activity planner that you can actually do starting tomorrow. Like literally, you can prep for this um, if you have rubber bands. If you don't have rubber bands, then it'll be a little hard. But other than that, you can literally start doing this in the morning. Like before you go to sleep tonight, you can prep these two activities and then you'll have something for your toddler to do in the morning. So the rubber band ball is simple and it, it um, most of the activities with play-based, let me just go back. Most of the activities with play-based, they can go for two, three, four to extend, four activities to extend the play. So um, you'll see that here as well. So the rubber band ball is literally the kids taking a balled up piece of paper. Let me see if I can ball. Um, I got to end this card here, so I do end this card. So just balling up a piece of paper or in this card in my case. Um, it doesn't matter what it is. You can say scrap paper if you got something in a notebook. Ball it up and then they start to create rubber bands. Just put rubber bands around it. So, one, especially with kids under five, what are we doing? We're smooshing and rolling. We're working on our fine motor skills. Why are fine motor skills important? Because the next thing they're going to be learning is how to hold that pencil. We're building the muscles in their hands for them to hold a pencil. So, and then also with the rubber band, we're stretching and we're pulling. So again, we're doing fine motor. Now we're doing gross motor because we're doing big movements which is gross motor so the fine motor is the smaller activities like this and gross is when you get into the bigger movements and then the jumping and things like that and then also to activate the left and right side of the brain we're doing the mid cross when we're pulling the rubber band so there's so there's so many learning things within just doing a rubber band ball and it's simple so let me show you this so we have a supply list so for um the rubber band ball, all you need is two items. Large bag of rubber bands and scrap paper. That's it. 
that's all you need. And then you have an activity that you could put out in the morning for them to do. And they're going to be engaged because one, they're either going to see how big they can get the ball or two, they're going to see how that's the extended activity. Two, they're going to see how high it can bounce. And that's where the exploration comes in at because they may just, so the first time, especially if your kid is not used to sitting still for a while, they may put like four or five rubber bands on here. Like their first challenge may be to cover it and then they may get bored. So that's where you can step in like, huh, I wonder, I wonder what happens if I drop it. I wonder what happened. And then of course they'll want to see, or, um, if your child is competitive, you do it with them. Um, and you turn it into a quality time activity instead of an independent um, activity. And you make it a competition. My ball could be better than your ball. Or let's see if your ball can bounce higher than my ball. And if, or if you have siblings. You know, you incorporate that way. So rubber band ball is simple. Little snow prep for you. <laughs> and you're good to go. You can even you don't even have to pull this stuff out tonight. You can pull it out when you're making breakfast. And so the quality time activity is where I put the um, messy quote-unquote activities where it will require you to not necessarily prep but it will require you to do a little more cleanup and I put that under the quality time activity along with dinner because you're already in the kitchen um they're probably in the kitchen with you if they're like my toddler and then you already have to clean it up so before I move on to explain the quality time activity, so I put a business uh, spot in here because most of the moms at home, stay-at-home moms, they're either running their business or they're helping their, their spouse run their business. So this is the time that you will put, when they're doing a rubber band ball, um, if your toddler is not used to being independent, they'll, you'll probably be sitting next to them while they do it, but you're able to send an email. You're able to make that phone call without them snatching the phone out your ear or screaming at the top of their lungs, Mommy! <laughs> I understand. I promise I do. Um, so that's what that slide is for. Um, and you'll get this at the end of this call. I'll put it in the chat and also email it to you or um, send it to you on IG, whichever um, works best. But so that's a spot for you to put in whatever it is that you need to do to kind of keep you organized. Like when I do this activity, this is what I need to do because this activity will take them about 20 minutes. So it helps you also get more organized with your task and responsibilities. So if you know, okay, I need to send these three or four emails. This is the time that I do that. If I need to do the family budget, this is the time. If I need to fold clothes, this is the time that I do those things. And so the smell of the rainbow is simple. You're already cooking dinner. So I suggest pulling out some different um, things for them to use that's edible as well. So you have the colorful bell peppers, carrots, celery, mango, strawberries. So they can smell these things. It can be things that you can incorporate in dinner. I put the supply list of those different things just to give you a variety of the colors for the rainbow. But you can put something that goes along with your dinner into that activity or this quality time activity could be their snack as well. So it could be. Are you new to Georgia and you're looking for a home? You don't know where to start. You don't know where to look because you could go right and it's a good community. You could go left and it's like, man, let me back up. Check out Kiara Jennings at Soul by Kiara on Instagram. She's a wonderful realtor. You can Google her. She's born and raised in Georgia, the Atlanta area, Stockbridge, Ellenwood, 
Rex, Georgia, just all over Henry County, DeKalb County. If you're looking for someone that was born and raised here that really knows the area, like the back of their hand, they're all about you and your family. They know the schools. They're really familiar with the um, communities and the development of the communities in Georgia. Please reach out to Kiara Jennings. You can find her on Instagram at Soul by Kiara. Um, to just find your dream home. She's always helped me and my family and she can help yours too. Use this next time. So like I said, most of the play-based activities are interchangeable. I just put it by dinner uh, because most of the time moms need help at dinner time. <laughs> if their spouse is not there um, to grab the toddler because the toddler will sit right there and sometimes it becomes unsafe and sometimes like um, my toddler he'll he'll cook with me um, but sometimes it's a bit much depending on what dish I'm cooking alright so the next one is the build of binoculars so alright you did the rubber band ball that's something that they can work on throw toss you can do that the next day or we can move on and we'll keep that as a, you know, toy for you to pull out to keep them occupied. Add more rubber bands, add different colors. Like the colorful rubber bands are great for this activity. You can get them from Dollar Tree. Perfect. The build of binoculars. So the build of binoculars is simple as well. Um, we're on Tuesday over here. So you have the toilet paper rolls or um, paper towel rolls and you just cut it in half. Your hole puncher is optional. You can just stick a little hole in it with the scissors. Uh, construction paper if you want. Or you can just take white paper, notebook paper, wet. So the point of this is to keep it simple and use whatever you have. You can use yarn, you can use um, ribbon, or they can just hold it. They don't need it to have it around the neck, but it's cool for them to have it around the neck. So they're just going to build binoculars. And then if you want to extend the activity, you can um, do the eye spot. And they use their binoculars with the eye spot. So um, that's something they can do. And then you can add markers and crayons for them to decorate their binoculars. Simple, quick, easy. And then, so the quality time activity is oatmeal ooze. Oatmeal ooze is three ingredients. Flour, water, and um, oatmeal. You mix uh, half a cup of flour, half a cup of water, and um, you add the oatmeal oats and let them mix it in. So this activity is good because you can um, let them be independent, very independent, um, to get the water themselves, to get the flour themselves, you can pour it using measuring cups because the pouring is the fine motor skills as well. Um, and then they're touching different things. So they're filling the water, they're filling the flour, they're filling the um, oats from the oatmeal, and they're mixing them together. And they can use their hands. Some kids don't like getting their hands um, messy, so you can add gloves if your kid has a sensory thing. And sometimes what I love about these sensory activities is it, it actually helps your child um, avoid being a picky eater depending on your child. So, um, in class, sometimes I would see a kid that would like be hesitant about touching the stuff or kind of, you know, like, mm, I don't know if I like how this feels. But as we continue to work on it more and do it more, then their parents are like, oh, they ate something they never ate before. Like, um, a mashed potatoes, for example, it gives you that texture, which is weird for kids. And we're like, no, you need to eat your food. Sometimes it's a sensory thing. So, letting them feel it first before they actually taste it and put it into their mouth helps a whole lot with that so with the oatmeal ooze they're just mixing it together again building those hand muscles fine motor skills and then they have clay so they can play with that like play-doh and you if you're play-based you know play-doh <laughs> 
Play-Doh will last a good 20, 30 minute activity, especially if you add a butter knife in there and um, cookie cutters and stuff like that, you'll forget your toilet is next to you. So we have about 10 minutes left. So be sure to ask me questions if you need to. I'm going to try to run through these um eight activities really quick so we have the nature hunt so the nature hunt the good thing about that is like i said they build on each other so on wednesday you'll take the binoculars that you made on tuesday and you'll use that for your nature hunt and all you need is a plastic bag go outside it's becoming fall the trees are um losing their leaves find some leaves rocks bring it in the house um and then for dinner the potato stems so that would be the night like wednesday this also helps with dinner prep so wednesday Make something with potatoes. You cut up your potatoes. Um, you can use the smaller, big ones. It's cool to use different sizes because that builds vocabulary. It's uh, and that's a math skill, big or small, opposites, things like that. You you see how just plain creates so many um developmental and milestone goals for them to reach. So you can set a goal like, okay, this week I want my kids um to work on opposites, big and small potato stamp it's it's simple and then because they're using their hands while you're um purposefully teaching that to them then they'll remember it as well so potato stamps i recommend using big or small and then using um some taste safe paint for them to stamp it or you can use like um some food color and flour and water mix it to make it um an edible well, taste safe i won't say edible because we don't want them to eat it but we don't want them to um indulge any toxic chemicals as well so um that's the taste safe paint just flour water and um food color and they can stamp around the paper um and things like that so the next one is the uh, leaf rubbing. The leaf rubbing comes from what you did on Wednesday, your nature hunt. Whatever you collected, you put those items between two papers and let them um, rub on it with the crayons and things like that. And that's your activity. The more you collect, the longer the activity is. <laughs> and then we have the rainbow window paint. So the rainbow window paint is kind of like for some parents. Um, but I promise you they'll love it because it it creates so much fun with them talking and seeing outside the window what they see while they're doing the painting. So you can either get, um, they actually have the window crayons on Amazon or with the, uh, the, uh, food coloring. You, well, I wouldn't use the food coloring. So with the, um, taste safe paint, you would do the water flower and then you do like a pack of Kool-Aid or something, not the actual food coloring for the, uh, rainbow window paint, but you let them paint the different colors. And again, we only use three colors, the primary colors and let them mix on the window. You can leave it there because on Friday, they're going to be window washers. So you get them and I have the supplies down here. So you get them a squeegee from Dollar Tree, a spray bottle, let them spray, wipe it because they like helping you clean up. It's just, we get so frustrated because we're trying to get it done. We're like, Oh, you know, I got it. Let them have fun. Get them a little, I forgot, um, a washcloth if they don't like the squeegee. But yeah, let them clean it. And then, you know, I like to mess with my um, toddler because Dion is my wild child. So as he may be cleaning the window or something, I may put my handprints on it and he'll get upset with me. Mommy! Make that little face. But um, it's helping him to, you know, understand that things will happen that's outside of your control. Again, work on that social emotion. So if he gets upset, we talk about it, I apologize, and we work through those emotions. And then, so Friday and the weekend activities, these are optional, you know, because Monday through Friday activities are already rough. We usually relax on the weekends. 
But if you want that quality time, extended quality time, or independent, you have a business to do on the weekends, we have more activities there. Um, so the frozen ice rescue, you just need your ice tray, water. Um, I say two hours of prep time because you need to freeze it. And then you do the small toys. I say small, um, depending on your child's age. You can do the big toys. Um, I'm in my office, so I don't really have toys. Let me see. Okay, so like a um marker. If so, a fun thing because I've been doing this so long, I can really think of all this stuff off the top of my head. So you can legit stick their washable markers into the um ice cube tray like this and let it freeze the bottom. And they have to rescue the markers for them to do their um art activity for the day. So something simple like that or their favorite toys. Like for Dina and I would do cars. So I would put the cars in there, um, maybe six um six to eight freeze those and then on the other side because we're doing the fizzy cube rescue for the weekend which is a science experiment as well i would do the baking soda paste so baking soda water and um you freeze that and then you just add vinegar to it to rescue it so you can either use the little uh pipettes to do that or they can use that spray bottle again to spray it and watch it fizz up you can add some colors to it things like that so um, our last one is arrange the vegetables. So that one is something simple because, like I said, the weekend can be laid back um, where they just arrange the vegetables into different areas. So you can do the patterns if you're working on that. Or, like, before you can play on the potato stems where it's big and small and the opposites. And you can do that, so do that as well. Or you can sort and arrange it by colors. So you see how just... These simple activities creates like a whole thing of learning that did not involve a worksheet. It did not involve you hours and hours on Pinterest. It did not involve you um, hours and hours of prepping. Like it's simple prep, simple activities that you have at home. So I'm going to stop sharing my screen really quick. Hey, thank you for joining us. Sorry I didn't see you in the waiting room. We were, um, I was sharing my screen. So I'll do a quick recap right quick. Uh, let me check the chat, sorry. Okay, so I love that. Yes, we're obsessed with Play-Doh too. <laughs> so obsessed with Play-Doh. Like, that's my favorite thing to do. So I'll go back and um, share this for you. Danny, thank you for joining us. So I'll share this re real quick while I uh, do the recap. Um, because like I said, I did not want to keep you all long. So this is our weekly activity planner. And I'm sorry, I couldn't see the uh, chat while I was doing this. But just a quick recap. Let me get some water because. Okay. So, the goal of this Zoom was purposeful play, independent play, and mom moments. It was truly a mom moment chat because, um, like I said, I'm a mom of three. I can truly relate to sometimes being overwhelmed, sometimes being frustrated. Uh, sometimes I just want to drink my coffee in peace. <laughs> Or, you know, just read a book um, next to my toddler and not be pulled on. Because, again, if you know my wild child, he'll he'll stand on my neck sometimes. So, <laughs> so this weekly activity planner that I'm sharing with you helps avoid some of those things, helps with those things, help me get things done in my business, 
with the um, ears around the house and things like that. So um, we have 12, uh -oh, 12 activities here. And then I also have the supply list here for you. And as you can see, each day requires little to nothing. Most of these, if not all, are household items, depending on what you have at home. And you'll get this at the end. Um, sorry, going back to stop sharing. You'll get all of this stuff at the end of, you know, this Zoom meeting. So be sure if I don't have you, if you're not subscribed to my email list, subscribe. Subscribe or add it in the chat for me real quick and I'll make sure that you get that download for you to start doing activities tomorrow. I know it's Labor Day, but if you need um, to help your spouse cook or if you're going to a family event, you don't want your toddler running around. Um, I don't mind the running around, but sometimes it can get a bit much for other people. So sometimes we'll sit down, take a take a break and do an activity. Um, so purposeful play. Independent play and mom moments are what the activity planner is um, giving you or should give you. And I hope that it can help you with that. And then the science behind the play, the three things were the vocabulary, exploration, and intellectual growth, which is the creativity and the problem solving. So um, we have a couple of minutes for Q&A. If you all have any questions, please, please, please let me know. Um, I know that I can talk fast, especially when I'm nervous. So um, let me know if you didn't catch anything or if you would like me to go over um, something. I know I said we'll end at 9.30, but if you have questions, I can stick around for a little bit to answer those questions for you. Um, most of the activities are, uh, like I said, household items. Quick prep, like you can pull it out while you're making breakfast in the morning. They work on a fine motor, gross motor, social emotional skills, just everything that your child needs to meet their milestones and developmental goals and prepare them for pre-K, if I'm being honest, but in a fun and playful way that they're engaged, they're having fun, they're learning, and you're getting a mom moment. Because <laughs> that's, that's the goal, right? Um, to be that mom where you're teaching your kid at home, but you're also not, you know, stressed out or overwhelmed because we, we don't want that. That's not good for you nor your child.